Live from San Diego, California, we go live to the newsroom with your host, for Nick's Nerd. Oh, ho, 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 look at that. Hey, hey, I'm back, folks, as I am week after week after week. And as always, I'm your host, Nick. This is Nick's Nerd News. Uh, just a couple housekeeping things, as always. Uh, check out my social medias if, if you're a fan of the show. Nick's Nerd News, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Also, nicksnerdnews.com. And obviously, if you're already listening, you know I'm available on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. And I'm uh, hoping to get on some other ones soon. I'll, I'll get more on that um, once... once uh, once I hear back, but obviously share it with your friends, folks. I mean, if, if you like what I talk about and you know you have friends that might listen, shoot them a link and uh, maybe maybe they'll enjoy it. Um, before I get into the news of the week, I uh, just want to make a correction. Last week, I mistakenly uh, mentioned that uh, SXSW and South by Southwest were two different things. That's on me. That's my apology. My apo- I apologize. Uh, they're actually the same thing, so... I don't know how I, I said it. I just misspoke, apparently. Um, but just want to make that correction. I am not. Uh, I am aware they are the same things. I've known that for a long time. I just uh, forget how to talk sometimes. But let's uh, let's get right into it. Nothing on Division Two this week, just because I was actually out of town last week uh, for work and for a little vacation, so I didn't get to play the Division Two. So hopefully, we'll have that on um on next week's episode but let's get right into it so obviously the biggest news of of the last week or so was the master chief collection is coming to pc including steam so just not just only on the microsoft store that uh that was a confusing statement there so as as, uh yeah that that's that's huge news because first off it's the first time halo 3 4 odst and uh are going to be on PC ever, because Halo 1 and Halo 2 were on PC. And other major drop in that same announcement, Halo Reach is coming to PC, or to the Master Chief Collection, including Reach. So the only thing, though, that, that's a little different with this time is uh, Halo Reach multiplayer will be free and included, um, but if you want the Halo Reach campaign is where you're going to have to pay out, I think um, I think they said five bucks or something, let me double check on that. This was, of course, at uh, Microsoft's Inside Xbox, their show that they do, I think, once a month. And what is this? Reach's multiplayer will be included for all owners of the Master Chief Collection. Uh, campaign and Firefight will be available for purchase. Uh, it will be available if for free if you do have Game Pass. And obviously everyone uh, knows that Game Pass is a major, major deal, and I... I don't know why I haven't taken uh, taken the leap yet on it. I, I think I, I just I know if I get it, I'll just get games that I, I I'm never gonna play. But that's um that's something. But let me see. Uh, if you don't have the Master Chief Collection already, and if you don't have uh, Game Pass, Master Chief Collection's thirty bucks, and you're getting like five games, five amazing games, I should say, and uh, no word yet on on the price for Reach, so uh, I don't don't quote me on that five dollars. I said I don't I don't know why I said that, but 
Uh, the the biggest news out of that though is that it's coming to Steam. Most Xbox or most Microsoft published titles have not been on Steam. They've actually been going to uh, just the Microsoft uh, store or the Windows 10 store, however you want to um, however you you want to describe that. But that's um, that's pretty big news. No word on crossplay yet or anything like that. But I, I know this will this will be a game changer for the Master Chief Collection. Uh, no release date yet, unfortunately. But that that's that's really awesome. It looks like they've been listening to the fans and and knew that it would be a, a great great fit for PC players, especially since like PC and Xbox are almost interchangeable at this point. Um, the the thing that was really funny that was in response to this, uh, I I guess um like I don't know about uh, like hundreds of fans, but 343 Industries uh, was flooded with pizza deliveries who just sent them pizzas after the announcement was coming to PC. Um, They tweeted, Thank you for the outpouring of excitement over the news that Halo Master Chief Collection is coming to PC. As a token of gratitude, we'd like to offer you a hot slice of pepperoni within Halo 5. Jump online today and pick up your complimentary Last Slice skin. Um, Which is really cool. Because the last slice skin is just um, looks like pepperoni pizza that you can put on on your weapons, and uh, that's that's really nice of them. But looks like uh, they just kept getting pizzas, which which is ridiculous. That gamer somehow I guess their address is published. Doesn't surprise me. I mean they're they're a public company, um, but they were just sent hundreds and hundreds of pizzas, and I'm sure. No one could eat that much pizza. I mean, I know they have a, a like a thousand employees, but still. Um, but let let me talk about Reach for a second. Re- Reach is a bit divisive in the Halo community. I'm kind of shocked that it's going to the Master Chief Collection, mainly because it's not really about the Master Chief. Granted, neither is Halo Three ODST, but a lot of people think that Reach is the best Halo game and has some of the best multiplayer. Other people live in the camp of Halo 3 being the best multiplayer, Halo 2 being the best campaign, or 3 overall, excuse me. I personally disagree. Halo 3, Halo 2 to me actually had the best multiplayer until Halo 5. And Halo 5 to me is is like pinnacle. I, I, I hope they don't change too much for Infinite. Whereas Reach, there were things in Reach I, I wasn't a fan of. And I've spoken before about how like Reach has my second favorite Spartan with Jorge and, and and other things related to that. The story's interesting because obviously we know how it ends since it takes place literally like a day before the first Halo game. And, and in reality, if you think about it, Rogue One, the Star Wars movie, plays out a lot like Reach where the main, uh, spoiler alert for a 10-year-old game, uh, a lot of the main characters die because obviously they weren't around for the first Halo and things like that. But uh, to me, it didn't connect. I didn't connect with it um, on 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 a level that I have with some of the more recent Halo games. And honestly, I I haven't played it since then. So with it coming back out, I'm, I might hop back in it. And I I've gotten a lot deeper into Halo lore since then, so I might have a better appreciation for it now. So. I will definitely see how that turns out once they release that to the public. But who knows? We'll we'll see when that happens. Gearbox Studios have been teasing a lot lately, and it, it it's pretty much a given at this point that it's 
what they're teasing is is Borderlands 3. Most people expect it to be at PAX East, which is coming up later um, in just a few months. So if you're a fan of the first two Borderlands, which I've heard are, are pretty fun, they were like the first looter shooter, if my understanding is correct. Um, those are... Uh, it's going to continue. So be excited, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I've never played them, so I, I can't really comment. I have them because they were like free with games with gold, but yeah, that's happening. Uh, Dead Cells, the indie hit that took over, um, just kind of took over everything last year for a hot minute, announced that it's getting DLC called Rise of the Giant. It will release on March 28th for PC. No word on, on console release date yet. And, um, that's, that's what's, uh, what's happening. Dead Cells is, is that game where, uh, it, it's pretty much like, it's practically like, it's like Dark Souls level hard, and it's uh, it's like a hand-drawn looking game. Uh, I was an indie darling, took over the, the interwebs for a while just in terms of popularity, where it's like you, you pretty much die an infinite amount of times. Um, it's nice to see indie developers add something like this after the fact. Um, if you guys weren't aware, there is a new Doom adaptation coming out called Doom Annihilation, um, and ID Software, the, the makers of Doom, would like to make you aware that they have absolutely fucking nothing to do with their upcoming with that upcoming direct adaptation which is going to be direct to video um i saw the trailer for it recently and that it looks terrible it looks even worse than the rock movie um that carl urban was in fun fact uh from back in the early 2000s semper fi motherfucker <laughs> is, that, is that what he says uh that movie was ridiculous. Uh, more like Doom 3 than than the previous Dooms. Um, other news out of the Inside Xbox, um, and another reason to get Game Pass, uh, 10 bucks a month is a killer deal. I will now include Minecraft. No surprise there, since Mo, Mo Yang, uh, the studio behind Minecraft, and Minecraft in general is owned by Microsoft, so that's um, pretty... pretty uh, expected there i'm kind of shocked it took so long um if you are a fan of sports if you're a fan of espn and you're a fan of esports then uh surprise espn is finally gonna double down on esports i mean they've been dabbling in it the last couple of years but they're actually going to debut the collegiate esports championship as more and more colleges have esports teams and compete against each other as esports is slowly but surely becoming one of the uh, fastest growing, most watched like sporting events. Yeah, I know I'm throwing a lot of oxymorons in there, but um, that's just how the cookie crumbles, people. It's the slowly becoming the fastest growing. Yeah, that's that's just how I talk. I mean, I, I'm probably wrong, but esports is on the rise. Uh, long story short, ESPN's going to have it a lot more often than they used to. Not a not a shocker, really. Not really a shocker. I'm excited though. I'm I'm excited that esports is getting uh, more widespread uh, play around the world. Um, Jade Raymond, if uh, you don't know, is um, used to be the head of Motive. Worked for EA, Ubisoft Toronto. She was the executive producer on Assassin's Creed Two, Watch Dogs, Splinter Cell Blacklist. Um, she had worked at EA to start a another studio. And is actually joining Google as a vice president. 
and I, I can't talk about it too much this week um, because I know there's an announcement imminent with, with, with Google that um, I think they're doing at GDC this week. So at the time of recording, I'm sure this has something to do with it. They've been teasing a lot of stuff lately. Like there was that mock-up of a, a controller that came out. But again, it, it's uh, as of time of recording... I don't know if she's just joining Google as a VP because of, of, of that or if it has something to do with their upcoming announcement, but but we'll see. Um, I'm sure I'll have more for you next week. And let me see. So last week I spoke about Sega is bringing the Yakuza spinoff Judgment to the West, and it was actually just pulled from stores in Japan. And it's for a really odd reason, at least an odd reason... Uh, to us here in the West, maybe, but uh, they've halted the sales of Judgment due to the fact that Pierre Taki, who is a uh, voice character in the game and his likeness is used, was arrested for the usage and possession of drugs. And um, you could go to for I guess you can go to jail for like years in Japan over drug usage and, and things like this. And uh, he's actually been pulled. He was in Kingdom Hearts 3 and some other things. I, I don't know. I, I just, uh, he's the voice of Olaf in Kingdom Hearts 3. I just think this is ridiculous. Granted, you know, they have different culture. They have a different culture. They have different rules and laws. But, I mean, if you get caught with uh, cocaine here in the U.S., I mean, depending on how much you have, you might go to jail for a little bit or... Or they'll 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 do something for you, but it, it's not it's not uh, not seven years unless you're like a dealer, and I mean it's it's kind of like an open secret that almost everyone in Hollywood and stuff does coke, but I, I just think it's funny that they would actually stop selling the game over this. I think if someone got arrested for possession in the U.S., I don't think the game would get pulled from shelves. Um, no word yet though on if this is. Uh, if this is going to affect the Western release in June. But, uh, yeah, no, that that's some draconian-level shit right there. Um, I, I, I don't know. Uh, the creator of PUBG has announced that he is working on other projects at uh, PUBG Corp. Um, he's not focusing solely on, on PUBG anymore. Um, player unknown himself, I should say. Um, Sony... Oh, no, we'll get to that in a second, actually. Hold on. Um... Xbox has added wireless the wireless display app um, to the Xbox, so you can stream your PC to your Xbox. Um, even uh, you can even play like Steam games that way, which is a uh, it's in, it's in, it's interesting. Uh, it's almost like the Steam Link that uh, was discontinued last year. It's um, my understanding is it it's not a hundred percent perfect, obviously, because you're streaming something to something else. And if you don't have great internet, it's it's not gonna work out perfectly. But that's um, that's something. But the the last bit of, of gaming news, it, this rumor kind of took the world by storm um, this past week. It, it was rumored that Sony was going to buy Take Two Interactive. And uh, if you don't know, Take Two Interactive owns Rockstar Games, essentially. Um, and, and, you know, makers of Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead Redemption. And while Take-Two and Sony have had a bit of a, a cozy relationship over the years, I, I don't know if, if Sony has the money. Uh, Sony has the money to buy Take-Two, um, but I don't think Take-Two would actually do it. And it. It was all false anyway. It was just this ridiculous rumor 
that was all started by just speculation in like in the markets and, and things like that because take Two's stock had risen or Sony's stock had gone up or, or something ridiculous. But it, it, it's funny how things like that can just spread like wildfire out of nowhere sometimes. And it was never even confirmed by Sony. It was just some market analyst making uh, making assumptions and it, it, it spread off. But that that's it for gaming, really. Um, obviously, the, still the biggest news with the Master Chief Collection going to Steam and PC and things like that. But uh, GDC starts next week, so we'll definitely have more more there. Um, or this week, I should say, by the time you're hearing this. Uh, but let, let's cut over to TV. And some of the biggest news pertaining to TV is, is um, it, it had leaked a little while ago that uh, the Game of Thrones runtime and premiere dates, um, those were actually confirmed. Uh, premieres April 4th uh, with episode 1. Uh, and no breaks, uh, just six episodes for six weeks straight. The first episode will be 54 minutes long. The second episode will be 58 minutes long. The third will be an hour and 22 minutes. The fourth, an hour 18. And the final two episodes being an hour and 20 minutes each. So they aren't the two-hour episodes that we all thought we were getting, which in all honesty is okay because two-hour episodes are sometimes hard to watch. Uh, and production would have been insane on those. But... um. I mean, look how long it takes to film a movie. Think how long it would take to, to film a, a two-hour-long episode. No wonder it's been uh, so long. It took so long to do just six episodes instead of the, the eight or ten in the past. But uh, this is good. Most of the older episodes ran like 50 minutes at the most sometimes. I think the longest was just over an hour previously. An uh, hour and 20 minutes is still a long long amount of time especially for a tv episode without commercials folks the average tv show on uh, the average 30 minute tv show on 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 regular tv airs for 22 minutes the rest is is commercial the average hour long show runs for 45 44 minutes um the rest is for commercial so this is a lot of tv we're getting more more than anything again cuz it's hbo and no commercials i for one can't wait um, because that's, that's not far away, I just want to talk about it now. We will be talking about Game of Thrones episodes the week after they air. So we will not talk about it. So episode one airs the fourth. We will not cover it on that episode following the fourth. It will be on the episode the following week. Just to give some people time to watch it and other things like that. So just be aware we will be talking about Game of Thrones and it will be the week after the episode airs, just to give some time and space. Obviously, I'll put spoiler warnings and, and things like this, and if you don't want to listen, I'll give timestamps for when, when the discussion resumes, but just a heads up. Um, it was also announced that Taika Waititi, director of Thor Ragnarok, What We Do in the Shadows, things like this, uh, is going to be producing and directing the Time Bandits remake uh, for Apple, for Apple's um, burgeoning... Providing of television programming, um, I'm sure we'll know more. I know they're they have a like a press conference planned for later later in the week. Um, Netflix is going to be getting a Dragon's Dogma anime uh, based off the Capcom game Dragon's Dogma, and also announced uh, they're going to be developing an animated Greek mythology show that just screams a lot like Disney's Hercules movie. Um, but I'm, I'm excited. The visuals they showed off look really cool. Greek mythology, I'm, I'm super into. 
Um, I mean, you guys should know that by now, especially how much I talked about Assassin's Creed Odyssey and things like that. Anime fans, be on the ready. Crunchyroll and Adult Swim have expanded their partnership for more anime on Toonami, which is great because, I mean, if Toonami never existed, I, I don't think I would have been exposed to anime as a younger person. Um, you know, you had fucking DBZ, Zoids, uh, Trigun, I think, was on there for a little bit. Um, I don't think Full Metal Alchemist was there, but obviously DBZ, Sailor Moon, uh, Naruto didn't used to be there, but uh, One Piece used to be on Cartoon Network, things like that. So, I mean, Toonami ha- has been great. It, it changed for a while and became shit for a little bit, but but I think they're, they're back on their A-game. Hell, I mean, that's where Attack on Titan and things like that are, so it makes sense. Um, and then we got some more news on the Disney Plus streaming service. Marvel is going to produce a What If series for them. And obviously What If is when, um, you know, like uh, different situations that aren't necessarily part of the main story or canon. Like what if Peter Parker didn't become Spider-Man or what if uh, what if Wolverine died? I, I don't know. I'm just I'm speculating on my own. But th- those are just uh, just those are some of the things. And speaking of, of Marvel properties, a Sony executive says they have seven years planned out uh, for Spidey, TV, and other Marvel properties they own, uh, just for TV and movies in general. And uh, slow your roll there, Sony. Yeah, you had uh, a ridiculously odd hit with Venom. I I don't understand. And then, uh, granted, Into the Spider-Verse was amazing, but... Seven years, like slow your roll here. You're not, you're not Kevin Feige over at the at Marvel Studios, okay? Calm your tits, as I, as uh, some people would say. Ridiculous. Um, DC Universe's uh, Titans show has cast its Deathstroke. Uh, his name is Ezzy Morales. He's been in some several different shows. Um, so now we have a foil, a real foil to the Titans. And then Legends of Tomorrow returns on what I think is the perfect day for them to return. April 1st, April Fool's Day. Um, so be on the lookout for that. But, um, yeah, not a not a whole lot of big TV stuff. Just the Game of Thrones news, obviously. And um, got some got some movie stuff to talk about. So, so obviously the biggest movie news of the week. Um, as of right now, as of time of recording, the Disney merger deal is expected to close on Wednesday the 20th at, uh, like... Or excuse me, Tuesday the nineteenth at midnight uh, Eastern time. So that means uh, Disney will officially own Fox by the time you guys are listening to this podcast. Um, obviously, that's major implications across everything. Disney will be one of the largest media conglomerates on the planet. They will now own pretty much all of of Marvel characters at this point except for the the, the minority that Sony still have uh, the rights to um, I'm, I'm sure announcements will be made in the next coming weeks regarding the X-Men the Fantastic Four what's gonna happen with Deadpool and things of that nature but that is is obviously the the biggest 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 news of the week Um We'll scratch that second biggest news of the week because James Gunn is coming back to direct Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Disney has reversed course. 
um, on their decision. It looks like that decision was actually reversed a number of months ago, and it was only just recently announced. Um, Alan Horn, the chairman of, of Disney, is the one who had been meeting with James to make sure that he was still the right person of the job. And and I'm sure they realized that without James Gunn, it was either Guardians of the Galaxy 3 would probably never be made, or it just it wouldn't be the same. And uh, James Gunn actually had this to say on Twitter. I'm tremendously grateful to every person out there who has supported me over the past few months. I am always learning and will continue to work at being the best human being I can be. I deeply appreciate Disney's decision and I am excited to continue making films that investigate the ties of love that bind us all. I have been and continue to be incredibly humbled by your love and support. From the bottom of my heart, thank you, love you to all. And, and this is just awesome. Um, a lot of celebrities came out and were happy. Granted, I, I love this. This is uh, probably one of the best decisions Disney could have made. Um, luckily, though, this will not impact James Gunn's The Suicide Squad, which is still on track to be made first. I'm guessing Guardians of the Galaxy 3 probably won't be out until uh, 22, 23 three at the earliest at this point um, since Suicide Squad is supposed to come out in 21 granted unless he decides to just uh, film them back to back and uh, works on both of them so this is great um, this is great for the industry I, I, I think that James Gunn was unfairly targeted in, in that instance and it's, uh, it's good to see Disney do right do right by this situation um also had a couple of uh, different trailers drop this week. Um, obviously, the biggest being Avengers Endgame and uh, the new Aladdin trailer. Uh, and let, let's just talk about that Aladdin trailer first. So, Will Smith's genie, the blue version at least, is growing on me. Um, I still hate that fucking goatee on him, though, when he's normal Will Smith. Um, the trailer kind of gives us a little hint at his version of a uh, friend like me and... It's not bad. From the little hint, uh, Will Smith will obviously put his little spin on it. Don't get me wrong. Um, the the uh, the Robin Williams one will still be be amazing. Um, some other stuff in the trailer looks cool. Looks like uh, Iago might get turned into a giant bird creature. Unfortunately, speaking of Iago, uh, Alan Tudyk, who don't get me wrong, he's an amazing voice actor. He's done a lot of work. He's K two S O in Rogue One. He's um, Pirate Steve and Dodgeball. He's in Serenity, Firefly, a lot of things. Um, I just wish it was Gilbert Gottfried. I mean, if they can get original people back for The Lion King, they, they could have gotten him. Granted, Gilbert Gottfried is... Um, some people don't like him over things he's said or, and jokes he's made, so I, I can understand that part. But, I mean, if John Oliver uses Gilbert Gottfried all the time, I, I think Disney could have brought him back for uh, Iago. But... Uh, the visuals look great as, I mean, it's Disney. They, they spare no expense. And, uh, some of the scenes actually they showed off look like, um, look like they hired some Bollywood dancers or choreographers. Cause some of the, some of the dancing looks straight up out of, uh, out of a Bollywood film from, from what little of them I've seen. But, uh, the one thing I'm excited about, and it looks like they're going to stick to the source material as much as possible. But it's the, um, the Prince Ali scene when Genie's bringing Aladdin in as Prince Ali into the city 
um, in the parade. So I, I'm actually a little more excited for this movie than I was before. Still a little uh, meh on it. It's it's okay, um, but I'm I'm still just a little turned off by um, Will Smith's genie and how he looks. I, I have full confidence in Will Smith. It's just the looks of it. Um, now let, let's kind of talk about that that Avengers trailer. And, and there's a lot to unpack here in this trailer. Um, for starters, it it's, uh, starts off in, in black and white and kind of shows... It, it just shows red. Like, whatever red colors might have been in the movies in the original scenes... Though that's the only color that's highlighted in the black and white, uh, it goes any from from the first Iron Man up up to Infinity War, so that that's something to think about. I I've seen online um, a really good uh, YouTube channel that did a great breakdown was New Rock Stars actually. Um, they were thinking maybe it has to do with the the Reality Stone possibly. Um, I've seen that on online floated around as well. Um, then then it kind of shows off uh, some other random scenes, different characters. Uh, it's pretty obvious now at this point that there is a time jump because there's multiple scenes in the trailers uh, showing Black Widow with blonde hair, then uh, blonde ends with red roots, and then like all red hair that's a lot longer. So we, obviously there's going to be a time jump. The thing that's different though is that Captain Marvel is around while she still has her short blonde hair, which kind of ties into, uh, spoiler alert here, um, the... Uh, post credit scene in in uh, from the Captain Marvel movie. Granted, that that has nothing to do with the with Captain Marvel, but it's a, a end credit scene that uh, ties more into Endgame um, when she shows up at Avengers HQ. But that is something to think about. We get to see more of Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye um, with his family, and then as his like Ronin persona almost. So that that will be interesting. That takes place in the future though, based off Black Widow's hair, and then or uh, some point beyond the events of, of Infinity War. The the biggest thing though is there's a scene with all the Avengers walking through Avengers HQ in these new like all white outfits and with them though is our Tony and Nebula. So Tony and Nebula make it back to Earth at some point. This is before they I guess find Thanos defeat him and raise the other ones from the dead or something I don't know they Marvel's classic for playing tricks on us with their trailers and not using footage that ends up in the movie so that that's something to ponder and and I know a lot of people have been speculating that that Endgame will have something to do with the quantum realm just because of Ant-Man and the Wasp and and all this stuff and somehow obviously Ant-Man gets out um but you know watching this trailer First off, the music's uh, they they do a new spin on the Avengers theme song, which is which is interesting. But now that I'm actually watching, I've been watching it a lot just to have an idea. When the Avengers Endgame like name comes into focus on on the end cap of the trailer, like with the the title card, it comes it starts off invisible and then in like phases in almost, which is a lot like what Ghost did in um in Ant Man and the Wasp. And, you know, the vision when he would phase through shit and stuff. So I'm guessing this that's a huge hint that I'm surprised, like, almost no one has talked about. Granted, I haven't maybe dove deep enough into the the the, the reaches of the internet to see that. But that that's at least my th- working theory right now. Um, but both of those trailers are up. If you have any interest in these movies, I would definitely check those out. Just a few short weeks till Endgame, folks. Just a few short weeks. Uh... 
It was announced recently that the Dark Knight trilogy will return to theaters in 70mm IMAX. Uh, only five showings in L.A., and Christopher Nolan will actually be there. I'd love to th- just boo that man. Fucking hate those movies. I'll save that for another podcast. Um, New York City, San Francisco, Indianapolis, and Toronto. Those are the five cities um, that those will be shown at. Uh, Marvel announced that Destin Daniel are... I don't know if it was officially announced, but it's uh, speculated that Destin Daniel will direct their Shang-Chi movie. Speaking of directors, Brian Singer is no longer involved with the Rudd Sonya reboot, which isn't surprising because I'm pretty sure he was removed. Uh, his name was removed from Bohemian Rhapsody, and you know he's got a lot of uh, dark clouds hanging him over right now pertaining to some allegations. The Jane Silent Bob reboot movie um is currently filming uh a couple of instagram posts kevin smith announced that shan elizabeth is coming back and uh they're actually going back to movies as well so movies has been in clerks 2 the uh jane silent bob strike back and now the jane silent bob reboot movie Uh, movies is that fictional fast food restaurant uh, Terry Rossio, who was the writer of Curse of the Black Pearl, is now in talks with Disney to helm their reboot as well, uh, which is would be a good person. He, he helped kickstart the franchise, so it'd be nice to bring him back. Maybe he can kickstart it once again. And uh, Jumanji 3 started filming, um, obviously with The Rock and everyone, and, and they posted a picture, but it looks like they're all wearing the same outfits. So that, that'll be interesting to see. Um... Patrick Wilson, uh, who who's the star of like The Conjuring and things like that, was give, was interviewing with some people. Um, he doesn't think that Orm uh, or Ocean Master will be a major villain in Aquaman two. I mean, I'm I'm okay with that. Don't get me wrong. Patrick Wilson is a great actor. He said he'll go back if James Wan ends up directing and wants him back. I just hope that they do go with with Black Manta as the main villain of Aquaman two. I mean, they set him up in this one. Um, some new rumors came out about the rock-led Black Adam, which is, Black Adam is the antagonist to Shazam. Um, rumors are suggesting that, uh, in the solo Black Adam movie that is still expected, um, Hawkman, Stargirl, and Adam Smasher will be in it, with Hawkman playing somewhat of an antagonist. Um, in the comics, Hawkman and Hawkgirl are from, I think, ancient Egypt, and they're like technically an enemy of um where's black adam from um shit i know this too uh conduct conduct black adam is from conduct and they're i I think that's how you say it and they're like enemies of ancient egypt um so that that makes kind of sense and that actually would follow with when uh, jeff johns was writing black adam in the early 2000s um and a couple other different stories came out this week. Um, Rotten Tomatoes is looking at, is reevaluating changes um, to how they do movie review, uh, user reviews in light of uh, the review bombing that happened with Captain Marvel by people that hadn't even seen the movie yet. Hollywood Reporter is saying that Rotten Tomatoes may soon require users to verify that they have actually seen the film in question before being allowed to post a critique. Um, no, no details were given on that, but that that's interesting. I, I'm I'm okay with that, obviously, because you don't want people rating a movie if they've never fucking seen it, because that'd be stupid. 
Um, granted, I give opinions on movies I haven't seen, but I don't go out and say, I don't give it a rating. I would never do that. I'm just going to say, oh, I don't want to fucking see that movie or that movie looks fucking stupid. I'm not going to say, oh, that movie sucks automatically. Um, I guess they announced a, a change last month. Um, they removed the options for fans to comment and rate films prior to release, which, again, I, I understand because Captain Marvel was, like, review-bombed before it even came out by a bunch of just haters. And, I, I you know, whatever. Fuck haters, dude. Haters are stupid. Haters get in the way of, of everything. But that that might be a good thing for Rotten Tomatoes because they, they kind of exist in this weird, weird landscape right now. And some other weird news that was completely really completely unexpected uh it came out that ezra miller um the flash you know star of the fantastic beast movies as well is writing his own version of the script for the flash movie with comics legend grant morrison um this is uh, again from the hollywood reporter uh, it's apparently in response to a clash of created, creative visions between directors John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein, who want a more lighthearted approach, and Miller, who is said to want a darker take on the material. I guess uh, T- Hollywood Reporter also says that the script is might be um, so far done that it might be ready to be submitted next week. Um, it's also rumored that if WB decides to go against Miller and Morrison's take, uh, he might part ways from the project, which I guess his deal on The Flash expires in May, which is weird because he's already kind of like signed on with Warner Brothers for uh, the Fantastic Beast movies. He's Credence. But what I don't understand is why they would want a darker... T- Grant Morrison, don't get me wrong, I love him. Love him to death. He's he's on my Mount Rushmore of comic book writers, okay? Because... Uh, Stan Lee's like a god, okay? He's not on the Mount Rushmore. He's above that. But uh, Grant Morrison, great writer. My my thing is, The Flash is a little bit lighthearted. And I don't know if a darker Flash movie would work per se. Especially in, in lieu of WB's more recent successes with the DC Universe. Um, being more lighthearted approaches, Wonder Woman... Aquaman, obviously Justice League didn't do well, but that's because it was a, a mishmash and, and patchwork of two movies. But it'll, I don't know how I feel about this. I, I hope Ezra Dill- Miller doesn't leave because he was actually one of the good things in Justice League as the Flash. But I, I, I get it. And at the same time, it's a little disheartening to see that. I, I'm sure they'll work it out. The Flash movies just face so many troubles. How many directors have they have they gotten through at this point been a lot hasn't it i I don't know i don't know what's going to happen with that but we'll see i hope this doesn't derail everything but that's it for this week um i do want you guys to come back next week i do have a surprise for you i don't want to spoil it right now but we will have a surprise on next week's episode um as always you know check out nick's nerd news like subscribe follow comment if you guys have feedback for me or tips or things you want me to say or, or something I did wrong, don't hesitate to reach out. Um, tweet me, DM me, whatever whatever you prefer. Uh, always check out nicksnerdnews.com. I know I've been kind of slacking on there, but I uh, I got a lot of things going on, so I'm, I'm hoping to get back onto that soon to add some more stuff. Um, always Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. 
and uh, your preferred social media. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm looking to start a Discord. Um, if you guys would be interested in that, let me know. And as always, uh, you know, fuck the haters. I was just talking about haters being a bunch of losers. So catch you guys on the flip side. All right. That's uh, that was my nugget of truth for this week. Have a good one.